Good morning, world. Hello, everyone, everywhere. This is Pastor Robert Thibodeau. Welcome to Prayer 2021 for today, January 20th. Praise God. This is a daily get-together for a short period of time, 10, 15 minutes each day. We study different aspects of prayer. And this is sponsored by podcastersforchrist.com. And I encourage you, if you have a Christian podcast, you're thinking of starting a podcast, go to podcastsforchrist.com. Take a look around. Uh, there's a lot of resources right there to help you get the word out. Amen. Our scripture for today is from 2 Chronicles chapter 6, verse 24. When your people, Israel, have been defeated by an enemy because they have sinned against you and they turn their back and give praise to your name, praying and making supplication before you in this temple. And today's teaching is called When God's People Pray. Amen. Let's go to the Lord with a word of prayer, and we'll get started with today's study. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you. We praise you for the opportunity to pray. We thank you that we have a relationship with the Most High God, and that we are heirs of God and joint heirs with Jesus of all things. Father, we thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your forgiveness. And we thank you for your blessings. Father, have your way with this broadcast. May it go forth throughout the earth, touching someone's heart somewhere and leading them to salvation in the name of Jesus. And for all of your people who are viewing this video or listening to this, this teaching, we pray that that the words spoken are your words and that they will your words will touch their hearts and bring them into a deeper relationship with you through prayer. To you, Father, we give all honor, glory, and praise in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. When God's people pray. Hallelujah. Now, King Solomon, he's praying at the dedication of the temple of the Lord in this, this prayer scripture for today. And it is a long prayer. It, it's powerful, but it's a long prayer if you're, you're just reading it all, but it is a powerful prayer. And God honored his prayer. I mean, the glory of God descended into that place and the spirit of God was so heavy that the ministers could not even stand to do their work. Praise God. But what I wanted to share with you today is this part. Many people in, in this nation, the United States of America, are feeling down today. Today is the day when Joe Biden becomes president of the United States. This is something that happens every four years on the 20th of January, okay? Now, we understand that. But what gives us concern is what's being ushered in. We've already seen massive backlash to, to conservative values. We've seen massive anti-godly laws being propagated and forced on society. And anyone who speaks out from a biblical point of view to condemn this immorality is labeled and ridiculed or sometimes even worse. And I know many preachers who will quote 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14 in these situations, but I want to give you context to what chapter 7 and verse 14 actually means. And to do that, we need to understand what King Solomon was actually saying here in chapter 6. Now think about this verse today. Let's take it just one statement at a time. When your people, the Christians in this nation, have been defeated by an enemy, the socialist left in America is the enemy of the people and of this land. But why were we defeated? Let's keep reading. When your people have been defeated by an enemy because they have sinned against you. Well, there's the answer right there. 
we as a nation have sinned against God. Brother and Bob, I'm not in agreement with any of these laws that have been passed, and I'm not the one who sinned. Yes, my friend, you are. So am I. And we are all at fault. How? Because we, as Christians in this land, could have organized better. We could have risen up and put a stop to all of this ungodly and immoral stuff that has been coming out of the halls of Congress and, and out of the courts for almost the last 40 or 50 years. But instead of rising up against it, we just wanted to go along to get along, hoping that maybe if we just give them this one little bit, then they will be happy and life can go back to normal. But that's not how the left plays the game. You give them one inch, they want three. You give them three, they want a foot. You give them a foot, they want the football field. Then the city, then the state, then the country. And the Bible is very, very clear. After that, they want the world. Back to Solomon, though, in his prayer. When your people have been defeated by an enemy because they have sinned against you, and when they turn back, notice that, when they turn back, Who's required to take the first action? God's people, the Christians. When Christians turn back, that means stop going along to get along. When you're moving with a crowd, everyone's going in the same direction and your travels are with the flow of the crowd and the going is easy. But when you turn back and you start pushing against the crowd, the going gets tough. If you want to get back to where you started, you must fight your way through and push through to get back to where you want to be. Amen? So the first action is your responsibility to turn back. But that's not all. It doesn't stop there. When your people have been defeated by an enemy because they have sinned against you, and when they turn back and give praise to your name, now, we covered this previously. When you give praise to God, you release God to act in your behalf. And we covered a few days ago that praise equates to strength. So when you start to praise God as you're going against the crowd, you start receiving more strength to keep on going. Strength from God that no demon from hell or demon-possessed politician or any demon-possessed political group can stand against. Amen? We give praise to God. And we pray, making supplication to God. Amen? Now, I'm all out of time today, but we're going to continue this theme tomorrow as we'll read from 2 Chronicles chapter 6, verse 26. Now, I want to pray today for our nation. I want to pray for our new president, the incoming administration. I do not agree with this agenda at all. Okay? I've been accusing of, or I've been accused of, of turning my back on Donald Trump and all that. No, I don't. I still believe Donald Trump was a godsend to America. I thank him for all that he has done and, and standing again from the time before he was even elected to right now, he's been under attack. That tells you that he is working for God because this socialist country has fought him tooth and nail every second of every day. And he still got things done. You may not agree with his personality. You may not agree with some of the things he says, but his actions say he is God's man. Now, we as a nation ended up not winning that election. What are you going to do? 
There's some people say, you know, they advocate the overthrow and the violence and all this stuff. No, I do not go along with that. We pray. That is what we do. That is all we are supposed to do is turn it into God's hands. Turn it over to God. God is more powerful and smarter than any political theologian or political uh, commentator or political uh, planner. God is in control. All right? You cannot ever doubt God is not in control. That's where I'm going to leave it at. Some people don't agree with that. You know, that's where my bottom line is. I don't look at the natural. I look at what God's word says. You know, you can tell me two plus two equals, you know, 3.98765. I don't care. When God's word says two plus two is four, when God's word says there are only two biological types, male and female, not 18, like on some college applications with the these top-rated universities. God's word says two. I don't care what you tell me you think. Two is the only answer I'm going to quote, period. That's the way it is. God's word has to be the foundation of this nation, has to be the foundation of our prayers. It has to be the foundation of where we stand, regardless of what the political voices are saying. Now, you can disagree with some things I say. Really, I don't care, all right? Because where I'm coming from is from God's Word. I've seen God's Word as first place, and everything man does as second, third, and fourth place, and on down. Now, we have to live in this land. We have to live according to the laws of this land. You heard me say before, when I was in the military and serving overseas, I was still a citizen of the United States of America, but I had to abide by the laws of the land where I was living. I never lost my citizenship. I knew that. Didn't matter how long I was there, I was still a citizen of the United States, but I had to live according to the laws of the land. And here we are as Christians, citizens of heaven, ambassadors for Christ, but we must live according to the laws of the land. We cannot violate the laws of the land or there will be repercussions for living in that land. That's where I'll leave this at for today. You know, so my opinion on things that have happened politically is God is in control. And that's where we're going to leave it at. Father, in Jesus' mighty name, we lift up to you this day, election uh, inauguration day in the United States of America. We pray for President Trump. We pray for his family, the all those who supported him and worked in his administration. We lift them to you in prayer, in praise, and in thanksgiving for their service to this country. We pray God's blessings and God's protection upon him. May angels surround them and protect them and bless them and provide for them as they move forward now in civilian life. Lord, we pray for the incoming administration. It is written that you are the one who establishes kings and takes down kings. It is written that the king's heart is in the hand of the Lord and just like rivers of water, you turn it whichsoever way you will. So it does not matter what 
Joe Biden and anyone in his administration says they're going to do if you turn their heart, Lord, then they do your will. Lord, it is our prayer that only God's will be done in this earth as it is in heaven. Regardless of political persuasion, regardless of all the rhetoric, only God's will be done as it is in heaven. That is my prayer. I pray others are praying this in agreement. Only God's will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Because, Lord, from all the signs that we see, we know we are in the season of the Lord's return. His return is imminent. And, Lord Jesus, we thank you for the forgiveness of our sins. We thank you. We are children of the Most High God. We thank you. We are heirs of God, joint heirs with Jesus of all things. We thank you. You give us strength to stand in the face of adversity. And we thank you that your word reigns supreme over and above anything any politician or any political group can say, do, think, act. Lord, we give you all honor, all glory, all praise. We yield ourselves to your word, and what your word says do, we will do. And we pray this in Jesus' mighty name. Glory to God. We went a little bit over, but that's okay. In the name of Jesus, I pray that you receive that today. And in the name of Jesus, I declare a blessing upon you this day. And in the name of Jesus, I pray for the forgiveness of this nation's sin for going against the word of God and electing a socialist government in the United States of America. Again, God knows what he is doing. And all of this has to come to pass to bring in the return of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, pray for grace, pray for mercy to be extended to this land. May restoration come to this land. But remember, God's word reigns supreme. I'll talk to you again tomorrow. Be blessed, folks. So go down the show notes, leave a, a rating and a review, leave a comment if you like, and be sure you go to podcastsforchrist.com. Take a look around. And like I say, if you are starting a podcast, have a podcast, a lot of resources there on the website for you. Till tomorrow, this is Pastor Bob reminding you, be blessed in all you do. Remember 1 Thessalonians 5, 17, always keep on praying.